Welcome to The Leadership Line, a podcast that covers everyday work issues. From dealing with jerks at work to feeling burnt out, Tammy and Scott's experience, along with their different perspectives, help listeners grow, examine realistic options and alternatives, and identify those actionable solutions to the tough issues we face every day at work. Today, I'm going to kind of let you guys do your own thing. I'm going to give you two words, and I want you to compare them, contrast them, um, rate them, which one's more important in an employee or a leader, really, any way you want to go. So the two words are confidence and competence. Mm. Go. Hmm. Go. Go. I love it. Go. (laughs) So one, one comparison is they both start with C. And end in E. Thank you, Scott. We are now in a kindergarten classroom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good. Way to get them, Courtney. Thank you. Th- those two words are interesting. And from my perspective, competence builds confidence. Ooh, interesting. When I think of it, I think competence is I can actually do that thing. Yeah. Confidence is I believe I can do that thing. And the best employee has both. I can have the confidence that I can do it, but I actually can't do that. That's risky. I think it is a little chicken or egg because I could have the confidence I can do it, but I can't quite do it. And through doing it, I learn how to do it. So I get better. So one of the things that my dad has always asked me, okay? And remember my my dad, high school counselor, right? a super bright man, but he's like, where did your confidence come from? Because if he looks at all of his kids, I'm the one that like exudes confidence. And we've had this conversation in the last couple of years. And one of the things that I told dad is I said, you know, here's the one thing that I know. I have had enough trouble. I have had enough drama. I have had enough stuff go wrong. And when it does, I usually find a way to get myself out of it, right? And because I know at this point that like almost everything in my life, I've been able to work through and I've had some crap in my life, okay? But I've been able to work through. I now have the confidence, like what's the worst thing that can happen? If it doesn't go the way that I want it, then we'll figure out how to go and make it what we want it to be. And so I do think for me, the history of being able to problem solve, the history of being able to come back from something, the history from being able to to find solutions, that has given me a tremendous amount of confidence. I believe if you take the time to think and reflect on it, Mm -hmm. you will also build your confidence versus if you get through a tough time on the other side and then you just go, if you're not reflecting on how you got through that, I'm not sure that you build your confidence. Well, I I would agree with you because I do believe that that is part of my process, right? Mm -hmm. It's like something blows up. It's not what you wanted. It's not what you thought. And it's like, okay, what, what happened? How did I contribute to that? What would I need to do differently? And what do I need to do now? And so it's not a reactive. It is much more reflective. 
But in that spot, knowing that you have what it takes to think things through, make good decisions, to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and move on, I think that is a tremendous well of confidence. Mm-hmm. But as a 16-year-old, go back to that, I don't know if it was confidence. I would have used the word cocky. Confident with no reason. Yeah. And I'm not sure that was super helpful. <laughs> well, and, and sometimes it's confidence because of ignorance. Yes. Yes. That, I don't that, know. I just, I just don't know. And nothing, I've done this, I've done this 30 other times. Nothing bad happened. I'm sure nothing bad will happen. I always giggle. You know, I love all of the, you know, singing competition shows. And so many of the people who end up winning those shows are these very, very young people. They don't even understand what's at stake. They're just out there doing stuff. And so there's like very little nerves. It's like, wow, this is just what we do. Off we go. And you have the 30-year-olds out there going, if I don't do this, I'm not going to get the contract, right? And so there is, I kind of do like that, that I'm naive and I don't even know what the stakes are. And so I do have a little bit of, of uh, confidence that maybe is undeserved, but it takes away the fear. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's another kind of interesting thing about those words. Right. Maybe part of that is fear is not getting in my way when I'm naive. There's also likely an element of competence that is the elimination of fear. Talk to me about that. So if I am competent, there's no reason to be fearful. And so I I think as your competence goes up, I think you're that anxiety can go down. Does it always? No. So I do, I do think there's this piece of um, a lot of the, the constraints and those are really self-imposed. Yeah. That, that concept of, you know, out of the box thinking, Mm -hmm. what does that really mean? Well, most of the time when you actually tell someone to do something, they put a box around it. And that's not necessarily the box that you intended, but they put the should, shouldn'ts, can, and can'ts on it. And you have to actually look at those constraints and say, are they real or are they self-imposed? Out-of-the-box thinking says, I'm going to look at those constraints and I'm going to break them down. If I broke, if I went over that boundary that I put there, what could happen? If the answer is nothing, then that's a self-constrained boundary right? Or if my boss is going to be mad at me, really? Are you sure? Did your boss say that? Or did you put that on there? And busting out of that box. And maybe that is part of this thing as well as a person who is going to think through all of that will become someone who is more confident and probably more competent because they're going to go try things, right? Because in the end, right, I think that is a piece that as you try things and find out that you're not so bad at it, right? But that willingness to try, maybe it is fear sometimes that keeps us from being both competent and confident. Yes. That was an interesting point, Mr. Bergmeier. Mm-hmm. Happens. Blind squirrel, not. True. Yep. Yep. Because I'm confident. <laughs> and cocky. And competent. I'm a triple C. (laughs) And that wraps up this week's episode of The Leadership Line. As always, feel free to reach out to us in the emails provided in this podcast description box. 
And be sure to check out our upcoming episodes always announced on LinkedIn. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.